Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Day doing what? 43 minutes a day doing what? Okay, Connor has just messaged in saying daydreaming. Unfortunately, we had that already, so it is incorrect. Uh, Keenan has gone back in saying, is it walking? No, it's not walking. No, I definitely do not walk anywhere near 43 minutes a day. <laughs> not anymore, anyway. Not in lockdown. No. If you're not a, if you're back in work, maybe you're kind of open it. But yeah, if you're if you're still you know hold up at home, you'd be lucky to get 43 minutes in. But no, uh, incorrect. And Nicole has said, um, "Good evening, uh, Nicole." By the way, is it 43 minutes on Facebook or playing a game on your phone? I mean, you're not too far away, but it's not the answer. Oh, Nicole's so close. So close indeed. Uh, Lucina said, is it playing loud music on your earphones? Is it 43 minutes a day or just destroying your eardrums (laughs) with loud music? No, actually, but you probably do spend around that listening to music quite loud at some point. But uh, it's not the answer, no. Now, uh, Siobhan has uh, sent us in a message, maybe projecting something from her own life but is it 43 minutes swiping <laughs> left and right on tinder oh wow see i've never been on tinder you've done it for me of course um you probably had spent 43 minutes a day during that oh, time yeah. swiping oh yeah so it's it's probably in around that i'd say it's probably longer though i'd say you're doing at least an hour to an hour and a half now siobhan uh, are you currently on tinder and is that what your quarantine life has come to just swiping left and right for almost an hour each day. God, could you even manage an hour on Tinder? Well, not in one sitting. You might do, yeah, three or four times a day, ten, yeah, ten minutes each, but yeah, long time. Yeah, I think that's something I'd be really addicted to, Tinder, as in swiping. It's a hell of a lot of fun. But it's such time-wasting, though, isn't it? You're oh, mindlessly I mean, talking and swiping to people you don't even know, and then you talk to them for a few days, and then you talk to someone else. I just couldn't be again, it, It's just, it, it's it's slot machine crack you know what I mean it, it, and they're I know the, the phones and the apps they're all built using those kind of addictive elements but you're just swiping left and right seeing what you're going to get and then you're like oh he seems nice yeah. oh there, there's a picture of him in the nip uh, oh no you can't actually send pictures on, on Tinder but you know what I mean it just it just yeah. gets weird very very quickly and very very fast unfortunately on Tinder um, but should be incorrect uh, with a few people saying kind of like watching videos and on your phone we have discovered it is it is something to do uh, hang on is it something to do you, you can't is it just on your phone you do this no, you can do this on uh, your iPad, your laptop, you know, anywhere that you've got internet, uh, you can do this. But Niall, oh, okay. obviously, messaging saying, um, is it brushing your teeth? So, obviously, it's not brushing your teeth for 43 minutes. You probably should be brushing your teeth for that long. 
But I yeah. certainly don't brush my teeth that long. Do you? A day? Uh, no. No, no definitely way. not. Uh, so no, it's not that. But yes, so this is something obviously you can do on your phone. You can do on a laptop. You can do on an iPad. Hence why you can do it from anywhere once you've got internet. Okay, we messaging people. Ta- is it taking photos? No, no, it's not taking photos. Is it texting? No. Is it reading? No. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe Chelsea might have gotten this because I think we've gone through anything else. Uh, oh, <laughs> Connor wants to know, is the answer PG? We are not looking for filth here this evening, Connor. My God. If you're spending 43 <sighs> minutes a day on a site where you're just having fun... Get how, out and get a hobby. How dare you? This is a very spiritual, moral show. You will not be Absolutely having Absolutely not. But, you know, there's no need you know I, I to spend 43 minutes. Let's be, let's be careful with our time. Don't be spending more than seven minutes. Tell you what I'm going to be doing now, Connor, with my 43 minutes. I'll be going through my rosary beads and doing a few decades of the rosaries here now <laughs> just to get that. Even the idea of any sort of untoward smut Phil. on this show. My God. Yeah. What's like a religious room? What would you call? What do you call it? What was the religious room in? in did you have a a religious not a room? chapel? Was it not a chapel? What did you call the room in your school? The chapel. We didn't have one. That was it called. We we what had a, like we? a religiousy room. What was it called? I don't think it was called the chapel. Chapel one hundred and four. That's what we're going from now on. This chapel was the chapel one hundred and four. Okay. You're not allowed to have dirty thoughts about anything ever. <laughs> You need to repress those, Connor. It's what we do in a good Catholic country like Ireland. Uh, okay, so it, it is not. It is definitely PG. I take it, Sergi. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is definitely PG. Yeah. Well, I mean, depends on what you're, what you're into, but yeah, it is PG. Okay, the answer you're looking for here is P- PG. Uh, Chelsea, I think you might have gotten it correct and right. The first person to say this is it shopping online. Is it shopping online? Very close. It's browsing online. So it's, you know, browsing <laughs> online shops, but not actually buying anything. Oh, so oh, what's the, what does the adjudicator say on this? Like, is online shopping the correct answer or is it I not? I guess. You know what, Chelsea, we'll give you that. Because it is well, technically we'll online shopping. You just, in the end, this is what I do, I'd say, daily. I go on to certain, you know women's sites I was going to name a few of them there and what I do is get loads of things put them in the basket I love all of the things up in the basket and they're all real cheap and then it comes to the cost altogether and it's 700 euro and then I leave it in the basket and I just go off and forget about it because I'm not spending so, that money on it uh, so, so, yeah, so it's 43 minutes a day kind of browsing online browsing. not necessarily buying anything but kind of technically shopping without the, the paying I suppose exactly Shopping without paying, so you're getting nothing in return and you've just wasted a certain amount of time picking out things that you really want and then you either can't afford it or... Yeah, do many people do that? Yeah, apparently so. I'd say most people do that. I, I, to be honest with you, I never really did a lot of online shopping until we got into quarantine and I was just out of sheer boredom and not having anything to do and not having not being able to go anywhere that I was just like, oh, here, I'll, I'll buy some random stuff I don't even need. Um, but h- how many times have you looked online for, say, a pair of runners or maybe some grey T-shirts that you love and you'd be browsing <laughs> for... You could easily be browsing for 43 minutes and then you end up not buying anything. 
Yeah, what, what I've done is on like uh, different kind of music and tech websites, uh, I do that. The worst I've ever done with this, by the way, was went on to App- Apple's website, you know, where, where you can kind of customize and build your own computer and laptop. And I think the price of the laptop I got, or price of the computer, y- y- you know, you can go in, you're like, would you like to upgrade to the 256 gigabyte or would you like to, the, you know, the one terabyte hard drive? And you're like, yeah, upgrade. And I remember going through the whole thing. So I was just pricing for the crack now, was never going to be buying this. But just for the crack was pricing an iMac, one of those big fancy you know uh, Apple computers you see in graphic designer studios and things like that and uh, it was the top of the range iMac it had the retina display it had the the most powerful processor it had the most powerful everything else and I think and I think it came to like 27 grand by the time I'd gotten to the checkout obviously didn't pay for it yeah 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 but I I, I even think you can get if you want it for the crack and if you're bored, go on to like Apple's website and just price up their their biggest, most expensive computer that you can get. They have these tower things which they just sell the CPUs. They're just like a cylindrical box um, and they're like 10 grand straight off the bat. And I, it's just, I, th- I think I saw somebody posting up something recently. If you're bored, do this tonight. It's a bit of crack. But they went through the latest Apple that they released this year or the latest one they have out. And I think it was like 50 grand for the top of the range fully spec'd out, fully maxed out uh, Apple computer that you can get is about 50 grand. I, I just couldn't ever no. justify no. spending that money. Ever. Insane, Even if I it? had it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. No thanks. So online browsing, 43 minutes a day? 43 minutes a day. Wasting our time looking at things that we want but we'll never buy. I'd say you're more likely to buy stuff if you're browsing in person in a shop. Do you think so? Because it's right, yeah, it's right in front of you and you can kind of, um, I don't know, you can kind of just get a better idea of what it, what it's like. The impulse buy is more intense. You just pick it up and go, oh, sure, come on, throw that in the basket. Yeah, we'll say nothing. I think so. But yeah, there we go. There you go now, listen. Thank you for the messages in. Chelsea was the first person to pretty much get that right. Um, so yeah, well done. On the way, uh, you're going to be hearing from a, a psychologist who specialises in morbid curiosity. So if you're into the weird dark stuff and if you're a fan of horror movies by the way turns out you're better uh, equipped and better able to adjust to life in quarantine and lockdown why that is uh, well we'll let the psychologist himself who did that study explain to you in a few moments time on the way next though what are some of the medical myths that are to be busted this evening our resident medical professional professional dr jennifer wider will be on live from new york city in just a few moments time kind of debunking some of the the bs health advice that can be out there sometimes and just never go away. She is on the way next here on Room FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Sir Shalon here on your Monday evening. Now, if you've ever heard of some random, uh, may, maybe cures that you've heard for different illnesses or sickness, you know, the, the old mother's things, everything from flat seven up to a hot whiskey. If you've ever heard of kind of strange random cures from uh, various different uh, illnesses or whatever, you can let us know. 0876797104. The more random, the better, because to talk about some of the health myths that are out there and to debunk a few myths and a few... Um, questionable pieces of advice and science joining us back on the line for a Monday evening live from New York. Dr. Jennifer Wider, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're really good, actually. So, um, obviously, the start of uh, real life has returned, you know. I'm not locked up Very anymore. Very exciting. I went to a restaurant. Yeah, so I, I can't complain. It's It's been good. Very nice. We're still doing outdoor dining only, but it's nice to get out of, you know, the cave 
the man oh. cave in the she shack, as people like to say. <laughs> it is. Um, oh, 100%. It just adds so, so much more now to life. You're kind of like, oh, we can live a little bit as opposed to being a yes. lockdown uh, and locked right. indoors. But um, what do you have when it comes to, as obviously as a trained medical professional, you probably are smashing your head against the wall when you hear some people, especially <laughs> online, coming up with bogus health claims and a lot of myths. So um, what are some of the ones that you have come across? So, you know, it's really funny because I think as we grow up, our parents like to tell us these health myths also things that they don't want us to do so we don't get in trouble and so i'd like to debunk <laughs> a few of those at first one of them is about chewing bubble gum right so we all have heard that be careful when you chew bubble gum don't don't swallow it because it takes seven years to digest the gum in your digestive tract yes or it sticks to I've your heard heart that's yes. another one right exactly exactly so a lot of us have heard this growing up but it's not really based in fact our body has a very hard time breaking gum down it doesn't really digest it like normal food, so it will take slower than, let's say, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a grilled cheese. But it's eventually going to make its way out of you. So you never have to panic. It's not sticking to your heart. If you accidentally swallow a piece of gum, it's not the end of the world. So that goes in the debunked list. That's funny because I remember as a kid, you're bringing back to all these memories now, but when you swallow chewing gum, it was the most traumatizing thing ever because you're like, oh, yeah. my God, I'm after, chew- I'm after swallowing chewing gum. I'm going to die. Right, exactly. And I, I had a friend who, you know, would swallow gum all the time and be like, now it's sticking and, you know, I'm not going to get rid of this for 21 years and they practice their <laughs> multiplication table times seven. Yeah. Not true. Like everything else, it really makes its way out of your body, you know, so people don't need to worry. This one I love because I heard this so many times. The mist, you cross your eyes, okay, and someone slaps you on the back at the same time, your eyes are going to stick that way. Did you ever hear that one, you guys? Oh, I think Maybe I did. An American I've, one. I've never heard, heard that one before now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. So, all right, so growing up, you know, people would, you know, as, as kids put around and get to know what their body would do, well, I'm not going to go, you know, I won't go sideways here <laughs> to get sexual, but as we are with different body parts, like, it's very funny when children realize that they can move their eyes and they can look at the bridge, the top of the bridge of their nose, and they can be cross-eyed, right? So a lot of parents will warn their kids or older siblings will tell their younger siblings, do not cross your eyes. If someone slaps you on the back, your eyes are going to get stuck cross-eyed. And what's really, really funny is that was never in you know there's no fact to that either like the thing about the muscles in your eyes is they can get tired if you cross them for an extended period of time so it's not like your bicep but it's not going to get stuck in that position so that's not true there's no medical evidence that crossing your eyes is somehow dangerous i I just want to talk about that for a second i used to when i was younger you know i thought it was amazing that you could get a pencil and if you stare at it and bring it closer to your face that you'd go cross-eyed but i kept doing that with loads of objects for ages and then it started just happening on its own and I kept going cross-eyed for no reason. <laughs> it took ages for me to actually get out of that. That's like trained yourself almost as a reflex as things were coming closer to go cross-eyed. And even if you imagined it, your eyes would do that. I don't know. Interesting, Sarah. Yes. We'll put you under medical mysteries on our next <laughs> show. <laughs> here's, here's one. Waiting an hour after you after eating to go swimming. Oh, this is, this yeah. is one of my favorites, right? Mm. So as kids, you know, if we ate a large meal or whatever parents oftentimes would tell their kids you can't you have to wait a full hour to digest before you go swimming and this is one of those long-held beliefs that like kids will eat lunch and then they'll have to sit around in the hot sun in their bathing suit with their feet in the water waiting to go in as their parents you know do the uh stopwatch on their on their smartphone but this also there's really no uh no medical evidence to this right so there was this belief that you get severe muscle cramps or you can drown for example some parents would say the body diverts its blood flow away from muscles to the digestive system when you're digesting, but there's no set 
amount of time that you should wait. If you go swimming with a full stomach, you may feel a little uncomfortable because it's hard to exercise right with a full stomach. But other than feeling uncomfortable, it's not dangerous in any way. So if you have and you decide of a boat or if you have a meal and you decide to jump in a pool or whatever, you don't really need to worry that anything is going to happen. Doc, you are shattering beliefs I have held for years. Because <laughs> yes. again, I, I just remember my mom and dad saying the exact same thing. You know, you have to wait an hour whether you're down at the beach. And even still to this day, I'm, I'm thinking if you're going down for a swim in the pool in the gym, I'm kind of like, oh no, hang on. When did I eat last? It's still creeping around the back of my mind. Isn't that funny? Isn't it? I mean, parents hate this segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just we can't uh, get that childhood back. No, all those wasted hours waiting uh, by the pool. (laughs) We could sue our parents. Yeah, (laughs) great idea. All right, don't go outside with wet hair. Oh, you like that one? You're gonna get cold. You're gonna get pneumonia. Also, wearing a jacket, you know, if you're cold and bundling up if you're cold. And, of course, you want to wear a jacket in cold weather. But if you don't, are you going to catch a cold if your hair is wet or if you're not wearing a proper jacket? The answer to that is definitely no. You cannot catch a cold simply by feeling cold ever reverberated through the public for years and years and years and years. Wet hair is not going to make you sick. Not wearing a jacket isn't going to make you sick. As we well know after this pandemic, a cold is a virus. There's no way being cold is going to make you catch cold. And it doesn't, and my mom still believes in this, even though my entire family, by the way, is filled with doctors. My mother, who's <laughs> the only non-doctor, will continue to perpetuate these myths with no truth whatsoever. Now this is, this is probably the most surprising to me because obviously that's still a thing that, you know, I have friends who have kids and that's the one thing put your jacket on it's freezing cold outside you know you'll get sick and in my head i'm yes. thinking yeah they're right that that will happen obviously right exactly and and what's really funny is that you know the very cold weather usually can kill like things will die very quickly and we're not talking corona here but the average virus is not going to be able to survive freezing weather for a certain amount of time and so like if you're you know sitting with somebody and then you walk into the house and your doorknob is freezing that virus isn't going to stay on the doorknob for a long period of time so you're actually safer in the very cold weather than you are in the warmer weather where things can perpetuate and continue to exist like in hot moist temperatures so just a caveat on that is obviously you won't get a cold but if it is particularly cold you could die from hypothermia. That is definitely true, right? So you don't <laughs> want to jump into a cold lake without protection on it, without a wetsuit, right? So if you're so Cormac, absolutely correct. Like you can you can die of uh, hypothermia or get into a lot of medical trouble with major health consequences if you're freezing, if you get wet or submerge yourself in very cold weather. What's what's funny is, do you remember that actress named Katherine Hepburn who was a very famous American actress, yeah. like iconic? Yeah. So she used to, she lived in, in her later years, lived in Connecticut, and she used to get up and go swimming every morning her entire life through her 70s and 80s in, in a freezing lake, which she lived on, and she would just go for a short period of time. And a lot of people think that that actually helped her live long, you know, long into her late 80s, early 90s, which is really interesting to go swimming in any, any you know, uh, any temperature, water uh, for that period of time. However, if you submerge yourself for a long period of time in freezing cold weather, as we all know from the movie Titanic, you're going to die like infected. <laughs> so, so try to avoid that. But the, the uh, you know, going into one of those chambers and freezing yourself for a short period of time, supposed to have some health yeah. uh, benefits. I, I should cover yeah. that actually one week. Yeah, isn't There's there the guy, kind of... the, the Wim Hof method yeah. where he advocates yeah. for, you know, freezing yourself for prolonged periods of time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There are these hypothermic chambers that people will pay to put themselves in and then come out and warm up. It's supposed to be very healthy for your body. 
I'll do that next week, maybe. Some of those okay. uh, interesting health, uh, you know, like trending health stuff, like the IV after you, you know, the IV after you get drunk to hydrate yourself with all different vitamins. That was really hot. Like at Coachella a couple of years ago, people would sit in these yeah. IV tents. All right, last one, you guys, because I know we're on a time clock. Warm milk will put you to sleep. I love this one. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have that? Warm milk yes. and cookies. Yeah, please tell me this. Yes. Please tell me this is true because, again, since this pandemic has kicked in and, and lockdown has thrown everything all over the shop, my, my sleep clock, my body clock has gotten even worse than it was before. So I'm winding up getting really awake at one or two in the morning and only falling asleep at about five or half five, which I'm desperately trying to nudge my way out of but struggling. So yep. I'm getting You're a not the only person, milk. Cormac. Yep. And what's, what's ironic, too, is that, you know, a lot of people are having these psychotic dreams during this time period when they were mm. locked down because our whole sleep cycle is completely messed up. There have been reports, tons of people experiencing this. But yeah, many people, their biological clock and circadian rhythm has been knocked on its head because of the pandemic and the lockdown. Warm milk putting you to sleep. Milk contains something called tryptophan, right, which is a sleep-inducing amino acid. It's just like a protein that's contained in it. But unfortunately, the amount is so small in a glass of milk that it really doesn't have the kind of effect that people would expect it to. When you drink a glass of warm milk thinking that it's going to put you to sleep is enough for it to do so. Uh What really works if you want a warm in order to elitiness is chamomile tea. There are real amazing like science research behind a, a cup of chamomile tea, which has an herbal substance that actually can induce sleepiness and a relaxation, you know, feeling in, in one's body that can help put them to sleep. But if warm milk is part of your bedtime routine and it works, there's no reason to change it. And I, you know, any kind of warm beverage when you're trying to fall asleep, it, there's a relaxation to it, regardless of whether it's in our head or not. You know, if it slows down your heart rate and you're thinking it's working it doesn't even matter if the science isn't behind it according to the study that i looked at you guys you would have to drink barrels full of warm milk balance <laughs> in order for it to provide any effect you could just you know hook yourself up to a warm cow cormac um <laughs> you, you might be better sleeping then, with the cow in your bed it might be more relaxing you could sleep with the cow right <laughs> exactly but okay. warmth you know it's funny because a certain temperature can help put you to sleep and if your body feels warmed up there is some evidence that it can put you to sleep so not to push that myth aside but, uh, you know, if you find the warm milk doesn't work for you, chamomile tea, absolutely do that. And other teas that are formulated called sleepy time teas by certain companies that have chamomile and other things in it that induce a relaxation response, that definitely work. But, um, you know, just to help you out, Cormac, if you move your your uh, bedtime, you know, by 15 minutes each night, you'll eventually get back there instead of you know, trying to do it overnight from like three in the morning to like midnight. Yeah. If you just go back incrementally 15 minutes each night, by the end of the week, you, you'll be in better shape. Ah, well, I'm going to, I'll go. try that now. I'll, t- I'll take a note of that. And then next Monday, we can see whether anything has gotten yeah. better or worse. And, and who knows what the story is. But listen, uh, Dr. Jennifer Wider, we'll have to wrap it up there. Thanks a million, as always, busting some good health myths for us here this evening. If you have any other good ones that you've come across, do let us know. Drop us in a WhatsApp 87 Go follow. Follow, follow Dr. Jennifer Wider on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Dr. Wider, D-O-R-W-I-D-E-D-O-R. And as always, uh, Doc, thanks a million and we'll chat you again soon. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Take care, everybody. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
It's Cormac and Tisha here on Room 104. If you've just tuned in, uh, you just missed our conversation with Dr. Jennifer Wider. We're talking about kind of health and medical myths that are to be busted. So random things you might have been told growing up about different cures, different treatments or different illnesses and things that could happen to you that turns out were, were, were false. Got a couple of messages in on to our WhatsApp. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. My granny used to make her own cough medicine. It was vinegar, orange, and salt. It was absolutely delicious. Not sure it did anything though. How what? that comes in from Anya? Thank you, Anya. How is that nice? Vinegar, orange juice, and salt. It was orange, so I presume some form of orange juice. Yeah, I said it was absolutely delicious. Anya, that's disgusting. Oh, vinegar with anything like vinegar is lovely on chips, but it's so strong if you're drinking it. Yeah, I've never had it on anything else. I only had to get get it from the chipper. I've never put... You know the way you just can't get the same kind of taste at home on your own chips from chipper chips with their own salt and vinegar? It's just yeah, something foreign about it or whatever. But uh, yeah, though that's a, that's a strange one on you. I'm not going not gonna to lie to you. That is very random. I remember um, obviously two things. One, when I had a cold that she would... Lit, my mum would literally lather Vicks on your chest. So that was this whole thing where, like, you had to pull down your pajama top and put Vicks all over your chest, and then on the on the soles of your feet, and then you put socks over them. And she was like, "The next day you'll be perfect." Now I don't think we were perfect. <laughs> the next day, I think we had the cold for a week, but um, that was she was convinced of that. Yeah, that's an odd one. Um, this comes in from Aaron. Yeah. Kind of similar enough, I suppose. He said, uh, "I was told that if you make a face and the wind changes, it would stick that way." And I was terrified for years. Thanks for that, Aaron. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. told that as well. Yeah, we ever told that? I do remember that. No, I was never told that, but I was told, and I liked them, by the way. So this kind of maybe keep eating them, but my eyesight's terrible. Eating raw carrots. Oh, improves your so eyesight. She, yeah, she would. She would peel the carrot, and that's what she'd say, giving it to me. Then your eyesight will be perfect. I just need glasses for driving and uh, my laptop. And there's yeah. people that never eat carrots and their eyesight's perfect. So that's clearly a lie. Another one my mom used to always tell me, and I still kind of believe it, even though I know deep down it's not true, cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. I heard that one as well, yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think that's true. I don't think there's any um, any research to back that up at all. Yeah, Max has gotten in touch as well and said, yeah, my parents said as well, if I made funny faces in the windshield, <laughs> it would stick. Oh, the, 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 g- fear. I mean, now if you make a funny face, they'll encourage it and you'll just look like an idiot. They'll be like, you just be you. You speak your truth and you do that funny face. Maybe we need a bit of fear and shame and terror. I think so. Back in the day. Um, Jack messaged me saying, reading in the dark will damage your eyes is what my dad used to always say. Oh, and the other ones. in the dark. It, Yes, sitting too close to the TV was meant to be very bad for your side as well. And I don't think that's. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I don't know if that's, I don't think that's true either. Yeah, that's a weird one now. No, a lot of nonsense going on in there. A lot of nonsense. If you were ever told anything like that, uh, or if any kind of had any strange, weird home remedies that was force-fed into you as a kid, and remember, another one was was honey was meant to be very, very good for a, like a sore throat or a cough. I still think it is to a point. Yeah, but that... I also think people use it as a oh, I'm going to have cereal or porridge and just lather loads of honey on, even though it's really <laughs> just sugar that you're just throwing on in there, like. Yeah. Caramelized, uh, caramelized sugar just thrown on everywhere. That and the other thing that's really popular now as well is uh, apple cider vinegar. Apparently, will cure everything. Yes, I've heard that as well. Yeah, I've been meaning to try it because, of course, I fall for those stupid fad things uh, a lot of the time, and I usually do try it once and then realize it doesn't work. But I hype myself up to think that it will work, and then it doesn't. Uh, my sister used to tell me that if you got toothpaste on your tongue, that your tongue would grow hair. What? On your thumb yeah. or tongue in your mouth? Tongue. Tongue in your mouth. The tongue in that your you mouth. could only get the teeth, like if you're if the toothpaste touched off your tongue, that you were just gonna wake up the next day with hair all over it. What? I used to be like going to bed like a nervous wreck thinking I was gonna wake up with a hairy tongue. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Literally hairy petrified. Tongue, Disgusting. Horrible. Horrible um, sister. <laughs> My um, uh, another message in here. My mammy used to say to sleep with the window open to build up your immune system. Really? I mean, I love having a freezing cold room, and I always, I was that weird person in the group. You know, we're like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I just wouldn't wear a jacket. So in the middle of winter, I wouldn't have a jacket. I wouldn't have a jumper. I just have a t-shirt. Now, in saying that, someone always had a football, so you'd always kind of kept busy messing about. You know, kicking a football around. You'd be, you'd be half, half warm anyway. Um, yeah, but that's a good one. Um, Max also said, yeah, my mom said if I sat too close to the TV, I'd get square eyes. But you see, now you can Google this stuff. So now a kid at eight or nine years of age kind of just asks, you know, ask Siri or ask Google or whatever it is. And then they'll be like, no, ma'am, you're actually full of BS. Yeah, I never thought about that. You could totally do that now. Amy also messaged, and this one I've never heard of, drinking coffee will stunt your growth is what I was told. What? Now... Maybe that's what happened to me. Maybe I actually was drinking a lot of coffee when I was younger and I just forgot. Um, I've never heard that before. Who sent that in? Amy. <laughs> Amy. That's, that's, that's a very odd one now. Drinking coffee will stunt your growth. Yeah, never heard of that. That's a good one, Amy. Thanks for that. That's a mad one. Um, what about I've heard smoking your... does that, but I, yeah, I, I heard not coffee. Uh, Definitely had the, the smoking one, didn't hear the coffee one. Uh, what about having to switch all electricity off and close the curtains during a thunderstorm? No, I was never told that one now. Uh, never heard that. No. no. These are really weird ones. 
Like, yeah. Do parents think that this is a really good idea to scare them forever? Because these are things that obviously stick with us. I know, yeah. You wouldn't realise how much crap has been dumped in there when you're six, seven and eight and you're still abiding by it going, oh, just don't make a fist. No, hang on. Yeah. Uh, good evening, Sean. What's the story? Thanks for what, what's happening. Uh, singers use Manuka honey to help with sore throats and strep throat. It works, believe it or not. Yeah, I have kind of heard. Oh. Honey can be good. I wonder what's in it, though. Well, definitely. I, uh, I, I don't know if it's like w- one of those things that you're told as a child, but for a sore throat, if you have a sore throat, then, you know, when you're swallowing, it's like a lump. I hate that feeling. But if you gargle salt water, it definitely h- helps to bring the lump down. Oh, yeah, salt water is another magic bullet for a lot of things. But it's got that yeah, really salt kind of disinfectant thing. When you go into the sea. Oh, then the old reliable, things. or the old yeah. reliable, Sudocream. Yeah. Like Sudocream for absolutely everything. I think that's the one thing every household should have. It's probably the best invention ever. And I'm pretty sure it's an Irish guy who created it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm nearly certain that the, the creator behind Sudocream was Irish. Seamus McSudo Cream from Clonmel. <laughs> good man. Probably, yeah. I know. Delighted with that. good man indeed. Cool. Um, well, if you have any other random kind of ones like that, alternative therapies or treatments um, that your parents told you about back in the day when you were growing up, do let us know. 087-6797-104. Still to come on the show as well. If you are a fan of horror movies... Apparently, you are going to be able to manage better and have been able to manage better during the COVID-19 unprecedented times, pandemic, uncertain times. Uh, so we'll be chatting to somebody who studies morbid curiosity in just um, a few, well, in about half an hour's time. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Ooh, half an hour, hour or so. Uh, I'm just seeing online that the HSE's contact tracing app for COVID-19 has gone live. And I wonder if you're going to download it and put it on your phone. So what does this involve now? So if you get this app, what does, this, what does it do? It is uh, an app that is primarily meant to help you be notified if somebody you have come in contact with over the last two weeks has in fact tested positive for coronavirus, for, for COVID-19. So... Uh, Obviously, a good idea in practice and theory. Other countries have had some issues with, I think, privacy and data and GDPR. So hopefully we've sorted all that out. Other, so other countries have these apps. So hypothetically speaking, if we all had it, right? if we, every single person in the country had it, then you'd be able to know exactly who you came in contact with. So if everyone had it and I had the virus, it would be, I would be able to... You know, you log into your app and you say, do you have symptoms? Have you been? Te- have you tested positive? Yes. And then over the last two weeks, everyone who came into contact with me would be alerted and said, hey, listen, seven days ago you came into contact with Cormac. He has tested positive. If you have any symptoms or you may need to isolate and, and quarantine. So it's kind of a way they're trying to help isolate only certain people instead of locking down the entire country, if that makes sense. No, I think this is a brilliant idea. But... Obviously, there's a, a lot of people that won't get this app. So what happens uh, if you're in contact with somebody who's had it and you don't know they've had it or who might have it and they don't know they have it? Well, or maybe they do know they have it and they don't care and they're, they're not quarantining. Yeah, they're just coughing on people, licking, licking yeah. door handles and kind of going, oh, for God's sake, what's going on? Um, yeah. yeah, obviously, there's nothing really you can do about that. But, but so 
this app. Well, I definitely will... get it. Would you know? You wouldn't be afraid that the the government will be able to know exactly everywhere you have gone for the last. Well, while you have it, while you have the app installed, basically, I think it holds your data for about two weeks, so it can kind of notify people that you've come in contact with for the last two weeks. So, um, let me see. Just reading some of the stuff briefly here on it. It's available now on the Apple, the App Store. You can get it if you're an iPhone user. And apparently, it wasn't available on the Google Play Store, the Google App Store, but has since in the last fifteen twenty minutes, I think has become available. But it basically says, what does it do? It alerts you if someone you're in close proximity to over the last 14 days has tested positive, and the app uses the phone to send out signals which are acknowledged by other phones who have the app and, and stored for two weeks. So if you test positive for COVID-19, you enter that detail into the app, it automatically pings any other phones that were close to you for a minimum period of time uh, so that they'll know somebody has been... They won't tell you who, by the way. So let's say... <laughs> Let's say me and you, Sisha, are in the local spa shop, and I have it. And then a week, and, and then like a week later, it turns out that I have coronavirus, and I put it into my phone. It'll it'll tell you that somebody you were in contact with over the last two weeks has tested positive. So you should get yourself checked out. Oh, but it won't tell me it was you. We won't tell me. Yeah, it won't tell you it was me. So uh, I can't victim blame. I can't you, you can't ring me up and go, on you're Instagram. a scumbag. Yeah, you can't go, I can't believe, go and coughed in my hair and uh, the back of the queue inspire and now I've got coronavirus. So I just wonder, are people going to download it? Because according to the other stats from around other countries, um, less than half of the population go on to download this. I mean, I think practically it's it's not a bad idea. The only other thing we could do is, you know, you could microchip everyone. So as soon as you have the virus, it would send off an alert and then at least you'd know who had it, where they had it, you know, happy days but obviously that's a way bigger issue and debate with regards to uh, the future world order government who are controlling everything and want us to microchip us uh, they're obviously not doing that but to try and track and trace the spread of the disease so we can isolate specific areas and specific people as opposed to being forced to lock down the entire economy and country for the foreseeable um, is preferable preferable as a but un- un- in, not unless people download it I suppose so are you going to be one of the people who's going to are you going to download this new COVID See, app yeah I definitely I definitely will I think most people if they had the option to know whether someone might have it and they could be notified I think they'd say yeah I mean you're talking yeah. about privacy here but we give up all our privacy when we sign up for Instagram Facebook Snapchat <laughs> Hotmail we don't Gmail. mind giving it to Mark Zuckerberg if he can make a few pound off it, but we're not giving it to our government to try and save lives yeah. and, and trace an app. Yeah, that's it is what I mean. I think, I think at this stage, it's, yeah, it's in our best interest, isn't it? Uh, well, I suppose it is, but these apps have just faced a little bit of issue over the last couple of weeks in every country that they've tried to launch, just with, just with regards to data, and people are a little bit like, hmm, I don't know if I want the government knowing everything about where I was and what I was doing. So let me just read you out. This is the description of the COVID Tracker Ireland app. Um, it says, using this app will give us a better picture of the spread of the virus, help carrying out contact tracing, link you to excellent HSC health advice if you need it, keep you updated with notifications you can trust. Um, there's a daily health check-in. The COVID tracker app allows you to check in every day to let us know if you have any cold, flu or coronavirus symptoms or if you're feeling well. This will help us map the spread of the virus in Ireland. Understanding how the virus is affecting the country will help us to manage and respond to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, that seems pretty understandable and legit, doesn't it? Yeah, let me read you out some of the stuff on the Is it privacy. free, so it, by the way? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's one ninety nine a month. I mean, if Michal Martin wants to, you know, launch his new T-shirt with a bit of, bit of revenue, a bit of money-making, 
No, it's, it's no, obviously. No offence to Michal, but, you know, I wouldn't put a past on. <laughs> you know, make a few we'll bob make a few off pound. this. Make a yeah. few pound off the old joke. Yeah, there's a free version and you can get an ad-free version on uh, the premium version. No, it is 100% free. <clears throat> and it, it's been released on Apple and, Sa- and Google in the last, uh, last hour or so. Your data and privacy, and this is why a lot of people won't be downloading it. The COVID tracker app will not... It will not publicly identify anyone with COVID-19. It will not make personal data available to the HSC without your direct consent. It will not use your data for any reason other than contact tracing. It will not be part... Uh, hang on. Um, sorry, so it will not do that. Let me see. Uh, be part of this national effort. Use this app for woman of the day to make an important contribution to the fight against coronavirus. Protect yourself, your family and your community and the most vulnerable in society. So that's... All it does, I suppose, is just asks you, it'll send you a notification, I think, every day to kind of go, input your symptoms. If you're all good, happy days. But if you're feeling sick, and it turns out if you get, if you're feeling sick and you get symptoms and you are confirmed to have the disease and to have the virus, it will then notify everyone who has the app, by the way, but notify all of them and say, you know, you were 15 minutes with Cormac and he's tested positive last week, so you want to sort stuff out and get your... See, that's a good thing. It could warn you because just because maybe I could be in your company doesn't mean I'm 100% going to get it. You know, there's a high likelihood that I will, but at least I'll be warned so I can either A, myself, if I'm not feeling great, quarantine before I decide to get a test or whatever it might be, so I'm not going around and going about my day as normal. So I think it's really good. Yeah, so I've just downloaded it here. And, uh, you know, turn on COVID-19 exposure notifications. Okay, we'll turn on the exposure notifications. Uh, I I don't have to... It asks you to put in your phone number. But you don't yeah. have to. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I sure will put it in for the crack. There we go. So then, yeah, how does it message you then? Just you go into your app and it tells you, sends you a little okay. message on the app. So, <clears throat> is it just like a, it just, yeah, via the app. So it just it sends you a notification via the app that someone you're in, in touch with. So uh, you open the app, it has COVID check-in. Let us know if you have symptoms today. Today. 1,770 people have checked in. So 1,770 people have downloaded the app in the last hour or so. 99% are feeling good. 1% uh, have got some symptoms. And the other wow. thing is, okay. like, okay, you cannot download this if you're under the age of 16, by the way. Do you think people are going to start messing? I'd hope not. 17, 18, 19-year-olds, you know who you are. Young people, no, but I'm just saying, like, good people start I don't know, would they stop, start messing? Uh, it also gives you the information, by the way, on total cases, and it gives you a, a few graphs and stuff like that, so um, you can see how, we're, how oh, the overall picture of, of how we're doing. But let me just check in. Uh, yes, I'd like to use the COVID check-in. What happens? Um, I ask you for your sex. How are you feeling today? I'm good. No symptoms. So daily, would you put in how you're feeling? Yeah, well, that's it, I suppose. Like, is they that the see- idea? Yeah, daily. So you'd, you'd put it in. Um, we're happy to hear you're feeling well. Thank you for checking in. Even if you're still well, please come back tomorrow and let us know how you're doing. And then you can view your history and different things. Yeah. I wonder if it said, if you had typed in now, I have a headache or I have a sore throat, would it tell you kind of to stay <coughs> stay at home or stay away? Or Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just gives you two options. So when you go to check in, it just wants to know if you're feeling well or if you're feeling unwell. If you're feeling well, that you just say that happy days, job done. So app registration. Sorry, there's been just over three thousand app downloads in the last couple of hours since it's gone live. And That's then promising. Yeah. So. And that's all Ireland. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah. just in Ireland. So this is our government's contact tracing app. Again, the idea behind it being if technically if everyone had it, then if you know you updated it and found out you had it, everyone you were in contact with, even people you don't know, would be notified. And that the idea is that we can contain it a hell of a lot quicker uh, and, and you know, pr- protect people who are most vulnerable in areas where there might be clusters and outbreaks and then, then uh, <clears throat> kind of contain the virus that way and hopefully go on continue on with our normal lives. But if you are going to get it, 0876797104, uh, let us know. Yeah, do let um, us know. I'm going to download that during the break. Yeah, do. Download it during the break. Uh, still to come on the show, by the way, you're going to hear from a psychologist who specialises in morbid curiosity and has figured out that if you are a fan of scary horror movies. If you're a fan of horror movies in general, you're more likely to be able to better weather the storm that the pandemic is. So you're better able to deal with the stress and the anxiety of lockdown and a quarantine and a pandemic if you are a fan and watch a lot of horror movies. Why? Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, a little bit closer to 11 o'clock. For- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Thank you to... Uh, I have to read this text message out from from David, who's a primary school teacher. Just a few moments, well, a little bit earlier on, we were uh, talking about, you know, uh, kind of medical myths or illness myths. You were told things like, you know, if you if you hold your face a certain way and the wind changes, your face is going to stay frozen like that forever. And if you go outside, and this was news to me, but Dr. Jennifer Wider explained that this is complete BS. And um, if you go outside in the cold without a jacket, you will get a cold. Now, yeah. <laughs> I was 33 years of age when I found out that this was was wrong because um, obviously a cold is a flu and what we've learned is that you might just get, you might die of hypothermia from the cold but you won't catch a cold if there's no virus floating around. You'll just be a little chilly and you'll be fine. David, who is a primary school teacher in Dublin, has messaged in to say um, <clears throat> what the situation is like in his school. He said, if a child in our school, let me just get this correctly, sorry, sorry. David here, primary school teacher in Dublin, the fear is instilled in children about the jackets not being on in the cold. It's just unreal. It's all hyped up by the older teachers and the principal in particular, who ironically is young. It is, if it's in any way cold and a child goes out without their jacket, the teacher is hauled in and scolded for letting the child out without a jacket because they'll catch a cold. And he screams, help, at the end of his message. My God, David. I'd say that was probably 90% of the fights I would have had with my, my parents when I was growing up. You know when you're outside, you run outside to play and you don't have your jacket on, they're running after you with the jacket. Put it on or you're going inside and, you know, or you're just getting so much trouble if you took it off. Yeah. And now we find out that we didn't need them. You don't have to spend money on jackets anymore, parents. If you've got kids, happy days. You get them to run around a little bit. I suppose, uh, as Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Wider was mentioning earlier on, we know now from things like the coronavirus that cold is a virus. And we pick it up. It can be a lovely sunny day and we pick it up in different ways um, from, you know, maybe from sneezing and coughing and all those other things. But God, yeah, I imagine, David, I imagine it's it's weird when things like that come out because teachers and you know, the, the institution in, in, the, in which you're in is so bet into doing certain things and they'll probably see that as a, a disciplined thing as well, that if you were to even pipe up... I wonder, David, if you've ever ever piped up and said, guys, um, actually, they, they won't get cold. I, I wonder. I wonder how shunned you would be to try and even change that. Because I imagine well, I wonder. parents would go mad as well if they found out. I'm sorry, did you let my little David run out there yeah. now without a jacket? Oh, yeah, of course. But as well as that, would you not think that it might build their immune system a little bit more? Now, is this more BS, Saoirse, you're talking? I don't know. But I'm thinking, you know, 
let them. There's no point in molly coddling them and overheating the poor kids when they're running around the playground. Do you know, when you see them with yeah. big, huge winter coats on and uh, there's absolutely no need for it, it's kind of like what they do with babies. You know the way s- some people, when you see newborn babies, they wrap them in as many layers as possible. <laughs> you can Apparently barely see that's the face. really yeah. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they can overheat. It's really yeah. bad. So but, um, I think, yeah. yeah, let's not overheat our kids and let them... Let them be kids. Let them roam around. They get warm anyway because they don't stand still ever. Yeah, so she's running for government on that pledge. Oh, yeah. um, don't <laughs> overheat your kids. <laughs> the so woman with no kids is telling you exactly <laughs> how to parent. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's good. I think it's a, it's a policy I can get behind. Uh, so there you go. Vote Saoirse Long uh, 2021 next year as she runs for Taoiseach. Um, who knows uh, the changes oh, that imagine that happened. In. How funny yeah. would that be? That'd be good crack. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for WhatsApp that in, though. That's a bit of crack. I'd just say, I'd say the clicks and the things and skills you want to get out oh, and nude on the like, sorry, we don't we don't use your fancy computers. Um, I said it'd be fun. In certain schools, anyway. I know, I know, hashtag not all schools, but I know some probably are stuck in their ways in many ways. Uh, on the way shortly as well, if you are a fan of horror movies, you are apparently better equipped to deal with the pandemic and the lockdown because of your... Uh, morbid curiosity we'll be chatting to a psychologist who's looked into what your movie choices say about your resilience when it comes to things like the lockdown and the pandemic that'll be on the way shortly along with music from Picture This Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter It's innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.